Hello and welcome to the Locked On Leafs podcast. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto. You might also know me as my on-air presence as Al's brother on TSN's Overdrive. Uh, once again, I'll be joined by Dave Morissuti as we continue our NHL Leafs all-time mock draft. It was a lot of fun uh, doing this draft. We brought you the first five rounds yesterday. Today we'll bring you rounds 6 through 13, and uh, it's pretty good. So without further ado, we'll get to it and I believe I am on the clock. Oh, I got a pick right here, baby. Another Hall of Famer. Welcome to my team. The Russian sniper himself. Alex McGilney. Ooh, I like that pick. Alex McGill. Dude, how excited was Leafs Nation when Alex McGilney signed with Toronto? Oh, I was, I mean, the thing, I always played NHL, and I, I remember, because he was with the Devils. Yeah, in like 2000. And he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I'm just, in my, uh, I, I mean, obviously, I didn't know a lot about McGillan before he came here, but then you saw right away, you know, the skill he had. And you know what? Even though he was a little bit older in his career when he came to Toronto, the way he took over when Matt Sundin had gotten injured, I think it gets overlooked. Oh. Oh, uh, what was that the 0102 playoffs when he went down against the Islanders? Yep. Yeah, 100%. He was phenomenal that year and the year after. Um yeah, Dave, he was he was such a great player and and when he just him and Gary Roberts played really well together too. Uh and I who who stepped up in his abs? Was it Alan McCauley? Yep. Alan McCauley stepped up for for Matt Sundin in that playoffs too. That was that was kind of the first year that I really really understood vividly remember uh, getting into hockey and becoming a, a fan of the sport was that year with the with the the uh, the Olympics happening earlier in the winter and then watching you know hockey all the way through the entire Stanley Cup run that they made to the finals uh, to the Eastern Finals and then watching Detroit win the cup later that year. Uh, that was that was honestly McGillney was terrific and to me one of the best Leafs teams that they've iced uh, in a very very long time. Uh, it's it's unfortunate that Sundin was injured because I think if he was healthy, they probably would have been able to beat Carolina and would have made a Stanley Cup appearance. Yeah, he came. I think he came back late in that series. He scored actually like game a two or three in that series. Yeah. yeah, I think game two. He had a but. big tying goal in game six, but. Carolina was a they were a good team. Um, I felt like the Leafs still were the better team. It's just, you know, I think Artis Urbe was a net for the Islanders and he was just a rock for them until they went up against Detroit. I really think the Leafs would have yeah. had a chance against uh I mean, thing is Detroit's roster is just so stacked that it would have been hard to go up against them, but I think the Leafs would give them a good run for their money. They had a lot of good veterans on that team. Yes, hundred percent. All right, uh, who do we got next? You're up next, right? Yes, I am. Yes. And you want to talk about what made you start watching Leafs hockey? Well, I'm going to talk about what made me want to watch Leafs hockey, and it was because of this guy between the pipes. When the Leafs acquired this guy in his first season, took them to the Eastern Conference Finals. He has probably the best goalie mask of all time. Anybody who debates that is flat out wrong. And that is Mr. Curtis Joseph. Trevor Kid. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what? He had phenomenal hats. Office had some great equipment, but nobody has a more iconic mask 
and Cujo himself. Cujo, first goalie off the board. Look at that. You're going to have to get uh, dip into your old-timers here. You still have the 50s, 70s, and 80s to get to. And I've got some guys lined up for sure with those. All right. I mean, you pretty much can take whoever you want now at that point because I went ahead and took all the all the greats early, and you, I guess, can take all the leftovers. <laughs> Uh, I think I still have, I still have the 50s, so I still got to find myself someone from the 50s, which I got a couple written down here, so we'll see who we, uh, who we end up getting. All right, next up for myself, do I go goalie? You just went gold goalie, so I feel like I need to get myself a goalie. I will, and you know what? Let's, let's get the 50s out of the way. Let's, let's just get rid of them. Let's get our all-time greats, Johnny Bauer. Welcome to my team. Johnny Bauer is the pick. Probably the guy I have the most respect for. Oh, you, you have to. You have to. That guy did. Oh, I mean, even I, I think the thing with Johnny Bauer, he probably did way like everything he did on the ice for the Leafs. Like there's no debate. He was phenomenal. But we did afterwards and after his playing career. Like there weren't many guys who would do what Johnny Bauer, all the stuff he did with the uh, troop stuff, whether yeah, the armed forces, and I remember every you know Remembrance Day was was always really big. And um, actually, when I was uh, interning with the Brandon Beasts, I remember he he every year actually he used to come for the the game that they had, and uh, he would come drop the puck and take photos and do autographs for kids and he was always such a nice man uh, everybody always had nothing but great words to say about johnny bauer yeah he was a he was a phenomenal human being Very, no no doubt about it just as good on the ice as he was off the ice though <laughs> like yeah he was unreal um all right next pick for yourself well you said i need to get my 50s out of the way and uh this defenseman Made a pretty big mark on Canada, not just on the ice, but off the ice. Uh, very well-known franchise named after him. Yeah, I haven't had one of his uh, delicious drinks in quite some time, I may add. Yep, and uh, you know he, he started his career in the 1949-50 season. Started playing full-time in 52, and that is Mr. Tim Horton. Delicious bagels. Delicious bagels. Yeah, no, uh, with the whole COVID-19 thing, I haven't I haven't had a Tim Hortons literally since, I guess, let's say the day that hockey ended was the last Tim Hortons that I got because that's kind of when I started really taking the, the social distancing and, and uh, coronavirus pretty serious. And uh, just that was kind of the last time that I went through a, a, a Timmy's drive-thru and I've pretty much been held up in my house ever since as well. So... Yeah, but uh, other than making sure that Canadians are well fed with with their donuts and and hot chocolates and stuff when when you're in the the ice hockey rink, boy was he ever a heck of a player back in the day. He was a North Trophy. He uh, won. He was. I know he was a finals for the North Trophy. I don't believe he won, but he was an All Star for. I think I'm looking up here. He was an All Star uh, six times in his career. Runner-up in the Norris. Actually, a runner-up. Uh, he had uh, some hard trophy votes. 
So I, I very, you know, a career cut short because, uh, and you know, we know how his life was cut short unexpectedly as well. But just a phenomenal defenseman and another right-handed shot, I would add. Um, so uh, there's no doubt that Tim Horn definitely deserves to be on this team. Four games shy of the all-time games played record for the Leafs. Four games shy. Wow. That's it. That's it. Uh, all right. Uh, so that leaves me with my pick. All right. Let's see. What do we got here? We we got to start filling out uh, filling out this roster here. Let's get us some more forwards. I think we need another forward. Okay. Oh, I need someone down the middle. You know, I went Marner. I went McGillney. I I need some some help down the middle now a little bit. And I'm going to take a guy didn't spend too much time in a Leafs uniform, but he's probably one of the one of the top hockey players to lace him up. Uh, and you talk about a career shut cut short. How about Big E, Eric? Lindros. Oh, that's my pick. <laughs> that hey. is a phenomenal pick. Okay. I cannot he, argue against that. He was a Maple Leaf. It didn't matter if it was one game, four games, 1,200 games. That's my pick. Eric Lindros. How many games did he play? Like, literally a handful. I think, like third, I think he played like 40 or 50. Or like maybe. I don't even play five, that much. Maybe 30s in the 30s, like 32. I feel like it's like 20-something games. Let me look it up here. 33. Okay. So he played 33 games coming out of the lockout season. 22 points in those 33 games. But that's not uh, the biggie that, that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the guy oh. who was the captain of the Philadelphia Flyers. You know, mm-hmm. 97 points in 65 games. 115 points in 73 games in the 95-96 season. Um, the guy was... Winner. Yep. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How many? He played 760 games. That's like he should have. And, and the thing is, he played 13 years, but how many? He only had one season where he played 81 games. After that, did not play more than like he would be in like the 55 to low 70s range, which is an absolute shame because he was probably, he probably could have been a great one of the greatest. I mean, I don't think he would have been the greatest because the era he played didn't you, allow for a lot of scoring, but he was, he was up there. But you know what? If you talk to anybody who played through the nineties and you ask them who was the best player, who was your most feared player? Eric Lindros was the first word that came out of their mouth. Like you talk to, to, to Jeff O'Neill and you ask him, who's the most feared player that you just hated playing against, you know, your teammates, it didn't matter what you did. If you double teamed them, if you guys chipped them, whatever you did, uh, you just couldn't stop them. Eric Lindros is the first word that 90s hockey players utter. Like he's he's that guy. He was an ox out there on the ice. Uh, the the guy he had the skill, he had the speed, he had the size. He was at just everything that you wanted in a power forward. And it's just unfortunate that you know the the concussions caught up to him, and he just wasn't able to continue his career. Uh, as long as we had all hoped that he would, because again, he could have been an all-time great. He really could have been, uh, but career kind of cut short again, uh, and it was very injury-riddled throughout his his entire career. But when he was out there on the ice and when he was healthy, hands down, one of the most lethal players out there. Uh, all right, next up for you. Next up for me, uh, this gentleman is a Hall of Famer. He uh, 
was traded to the Leafs, joined them in their attempt for a cup run in 2003-2004. He also played for the New York Rangers, where he won a Stanley Cup in 1994. Defenseman Brian Leach. All right, you took one of my guys. You took one of my guys. All right, Brian Leach. Yeah, another guy where I was super, super stoked when the Leafs got him. Super excited. Trophy winner won the Conn Smythe when the uh, Rangers won that cup. Was a Calder Trophy winner. Probably one of, or if not, the best American defenseman to ever play. Yeah, he's up there. He is definitely up there. I mean, Scott Stevens was American, wasn't he? Um, I believe so. I, I believe you're right. Pretty sure he was because he wasn't on the Canadian national team. Actually, no, I lied. Is he Canadian? Yeah, he is. Wow. <laughs> Why don't the... I remember him being on the Canadian national team? Uh, he would have, if I don't even know, did he Did he play for, I guess, maybe in 2002? Yeah, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't on the 2016 because he was retired by then. No, but the 0102 team. Yeah, that's true. I remember, that, I don't remember him being there. Maybe he was. I, just... I mean, when you, had a, when you have that defense of you know, Niedermeyer and all those other greats, he it's very easy to see maybe why he got overlooked. As he ter- didn't get overlooked, though. I feel like he should have been there. Yeah, he wasn't on that team. Wow. He was there in 98 in Nagano. Mm-hmm. But wasn't there in, uh, in 02. And they won gold, so we could say that it was Scott Stevens' fault that they didn't win 98. That's the only <laughs> difference. And nothing to, do, nothing to do with Wayne Gretzky, who was all Stevens. I mean, yeah, you just look at the list. Chris Pronger, Al McKinnis, Scott Niedermeyer, Adam Foote, Eric Brewer, who was decent at the time, Rob Blake. Yeah, it's hard to crack. Ed Jovanowski is really hard to crack that roster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's a good pick, though. Let's... Brian Leach, good pick. All right, next up. Um, Let's keep it current again. And let's go with John Tavares. Take Johnny T with my next pick. Captain Tirana. All right. All right. All Your right. Ninth pick. I'm looking at my list here. I'm just seeing. You know, I'm heavy on the. I'm heavy on D. Definitely. Yeah. You've got uh, your top four. I got to start getting some D. I got. I got to. I got to hammer out my uh, my seventies pick. Mm-hmm. So. Daryl Sittler was a good player. He needed a sidekick with him. Ooh. This gentleman has arguably the greatest mustache of all time. <laughs> uh, it's not even an argument. It's a hands nope. down. Hands down. Three straight 40 goal seasons with the Leafs. Went on to win a cup with the Calgary Flames. I'm going to go with Mr. Lanny McDonald. Great pick, sir. Great pick. That's a steal in the ninth round. Lanny McDonald. Hall of Famer Lanny the Mustache McDonald. Terrific, terrific pick. 
He's still putting around in Toronto too, I guess. Yeah. He, he, doesn't he? Are, yeah. Does he own that bar? I think he owns the bar that's next to the Hockey Hall of Fame. If I'm not mistaken. There's so many. But yeah, a lot of these guys, if you're a former Leaf and you own a bar or something, you're doing pretty well for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I was there when I went I went to the Hall of Fame uh, earlier this year. And then we went. And I think one of the, the waitresses was telling me that Lanny either frequents the bar or he owns it. It was one of the two. It wouldn't surprise me either way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, good pick, really good pick. Okay, I gotta get, I gotta get me some D because I'm sitting there with two defensemen, and I don't like that because I think what we're learning now with the current Maple Leafs is you need D. So uh, my next pick, I think, did I end up? Yeah, it's took bow. Okay, so I'm done with my pick, so I can't go with him. Um. I'm going with Caber. Brian McCabe, Ooh. you took Caberlet. I'm going to take his partner. So you can't team up on me and have that uh, that amazing duo. I'm going to go with Brian McCabe. It's a, it's a very, very wise pick. He had a couple of amazing years. Like, if you look at the seasons that sandwiched the uh, – that sandwiched the, the lockout, like, Brian McCabe was – it looked like he was going to really break out and be an uh, uh, just a threat and a half. Let me just quickly pull it up here. Yeah, so he had 53 points in 75 games before the lockout. And then after the lockout, he had 19 goals, 49 assists for 68, ga- 68 points in 73 games. And keep in mind, like the early 2000s, there wasn't as much scoring as there was back in the day. Like if you're a defenseman scoring 68 points, uh, that's, that's high. That's a lot. And um, he was outstanding, followed up with a 57 point campaign. Um, he, he was really, really solid through the mid two thousands there for the Leafs. He, he definitely was. Uh, I, I always love watching that. As soon as you saw him wind up for that one time, you knew there was a good chance that thing was going in. Yep. It was just that, that's that great of a shot. All right. Next up for you. All right. Well, I'm, I've been really debating who I want to pick with my eighties pick because there are a couple of ways I can go. I could go defenseman or I can go forward. And I, my defense, I do want to save for later. So I'm going to go with Ford, and I'm going to go with another captain, a guy that one of the least picked him first overall in 1985. It seemed to change around a, a period where the Leafs were really struggling. I'm going to go with Wendell Clark. Wendell. Get yourself some muscle. I think my team's got a quite a bit of muscle. Uh, yeah, I, I could probably could have used that just just to give me some muscle. Although Big E, he's he's a load of a man. Yeah, that's hard to. Yeah, I don't know if one Clark would really want to be challenging uh, Eric Lindros anytime soon. Maybe Matt Sundin. Uh, he was Matt Sundin was a pretty big guy. Wendell dropped the mitts with with any of them. Like let's be real, Wendell. He was he was a fighter. And if you're taking Wendell, I think I need to go and match your match your grit and get myself someone who likes to drop the mitts 
wasn't a guy who put up a lot of points. Put up enough. Good contributor. Bottom six guy. Third liner. Fought quite a bit. Might have heard of him. He's got a son in the league currently. Let's go out and get Ty Domi. Ooh, I like that. Ty Domi. So I now I got a guy who can shut down your offense and who can really agitate the shit out of you and drop the mitts and 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 really go one-on-one with Wendell. Yeah, you know, watching those games again, like the, this is probably the, been the biggest benefit of the whole, you know, being stuck at home is watching these old games. And, you know, you you really do understand why Taidomi was around for as long as he was. <clears throat> he could score. You know, if, like, you know, he wasn't a guy that, when the puck was on a stick, he was, didn't know what to do with it. He could score um, a bit, but his forechecking was very underrated. He, 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 no mercy with guys, you know, in front of the net and uh, just in and around the zone. So uh, very, very good pick. I know some people might not agree with it, but uh, I think it's a solid pick. Well, let's keep in mind. We're not just trying to pick, guys who go out there and score right like this is a team who you got to go out and send up against the opposing team you got to have a shutdown line you got you got to have an agitator out there you got to have it and that's what ty domi's bringing to me that's what he's bringing i don't want to go out there and score i want to go out there and want to bug you i want to drive you nuts hopefully get one of your guys to drop the mitts and have a guy like wendell sit in the box for five minutes that's what i want ty to bring me that's why I spent an eleventh round pick on Mister Domi. It's a it's a very very good pick. Very good. All pick. right, what are you taking with your eleventh pick? I'm looking at this team here. I need an influx of some, you know, just some skill. I feel like you know I've got some some decent solid contributors, but I need to go a little new school. I need to get a current leaf, and if I have Austin Matthews, I need to have his right hand man, his line mate. Well, now at times it's linemate, Mr. William Nylander. All right. Oh, my. Oh, my, the Rashad guy. Decent pick. What really sold it, though, was him doing the Tootsie slide. Let's be real here. I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it? The one with no. him and his brother? I got, I'm going to have to see it for sure now. Oh, it's... It's exactly what you would expect out of the Nylanders. All right. Um, man, now we're getting to like the bottom kind of a, well, I still got some, some guys. Let me, let me fill out my defense. I think I still need another D to get in here. Let me see. Let me make sure that this player played nineties. I don't have any more, any more uh, selections. That aren't. No, he did not. He played in the 70s and 80s. Damn. Can't use him. Honestly, I got to go recent. I think I got to go with Morgan Riley. Oh, he was my next pick. Morgan Riley is my next pick. And I'm not saying that Morgan Riley isn't a good defenseman because, like, for a majority of last year, there was a, a, a large group that was you know, banging the table for him to get some nominations for the Norris. Um, slowed down a little bit towards the back half of the season, which I think is why he didn't. But still, I, 
it's kind of odd that a team that's been around as long as the Maple Leafs and Morgan Riley is considered one of their best defensemen to ever play the game. And we don't treat him as such. You know what I mean? Like, so we're such a prestigious franchise. He's one of the best at his position in the entire franchise's history. And we really don't talk about him that way. Isn't that no, strange? Not really. It, it's very, very strange. I think he, he, he takes, a, I mean, him being out, I think the only benefit was knowing like people were really down on him this year. And I'm just like, you guys just don't understand the pressure this guy has to deal with right now. Like Dion Phaneuf dealt with a lot of crap when he was with the Leafs. Some of it, you know, it, he, he didn't exactly bring the stuff that he brought when he was with Calgary, but Morgan Rowley has done such an adequate job, more than adequate job, I think in filling in for, enough as the the number one d so yeah I, I that was the guy i was going with next so you uh you're making snagged me think. snagged one on you you did snag i snagged some on you so it's only fair that you return the favor to me exactly that's for sure well this guy hasn't played a lot for the leafs but i in being the you know i have a pretty decent decor Need some youth, though. It does need some youth in terms of newer school thinking of the game. Are you about to drop Rasmus Sandin into this a, draft? No, I am about to drop Rasmus Sandin into this draft. Ho, 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 ho. Man, I'm not, I didn't even think about him, to be quite honest with you. But now you got Sundin and Sandin. Damn. I've got the trio. I got Sundin, Neander, and Sandin. That's yeah, just... you, you. You got all the Swedes, the entire Swede. You might have taken the greatest defenseman the Leafs have ever had, but I'm picking a guy that I'm really, really looking forward to watching going forward. Yeah, he's going to be a great, a great player. And and when he came back for his second uh, run with the Leafs, I think you you saw the he realized what he had to work on and that's what he worked on when he was in the minors uh, in the AHL playing for the Marlies and then came back uh, a much better player much more improved uh, in all um, aspects of his game I think going forward whether it's you know when the league when the season continues this year or next year uh, he's going to be a staple on this team for uh, for years to come he's going to have to be that's for sure Definitely. All right. Uh, Rasmus Sandin is your pick. I'm going to go with, for my 13th pick, what do I need? I could use another, uh, another forward. Another forward. So let's go ahead and pick one. Uh, we need some grit here. Yeah, I could use some grit to go along with with some of these guys. Hmm. I'm going to go with Gary Roberts. Very, very, very solid pick. Gary. And he was another guy who in the 2000s ended up, you know, late in his career, ended up with the Leafs along with a lot of people when they made those that run in the, in the early two thousands. So I think Gary Roberts just quickly pulling it up here, ended up uh, 
what do you play? Four years, right? Yeah. Four years with the Leafs wasn't his best years, like when he was in uh, when he was in Calgary. But he was such a solid player. Him and Sundin had some chemistry. He played really, really well on those on those teams with that line. Uh, had 19 points in 19 games when they made the the Eastern Conference Final that year. He was another person who really stepped up in in Sundin's absence when he did get injured in those playoffs. Uh, but also a guy who good two way player had a bit of a grit to him. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go and take Gary Roberts. It's a very, very good pick for Thank sure. You. Okay. Rounds five through or six, sorry, through 13 in the books, finishing up with Gary Roberts there, which I think is a terrific pick for my team that's going to do it for today's episode uh so thank you very much for tuning in you could subscribe to the lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms and receive daily leaves content follow the show on twitter at lockdown leaves follow myself at mickey underscore canuck follow dave at d underscore morisuti we'll have the remaining picks again tomorrow that'll be rounds uh 14 through to pick 20 so see how we cap off our teams and see if we can get any late round gems. Uh, if you still want some more hockey talk in the meantime, you can check out the Locked On NHL podcast for some more great hockey content. But until next time, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.